I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Uh, hey, Bry guy. Sweet. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, buddy. Uh, this is it. We're 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 in it. We're in it deep. It's it feels um it feels crazy that <laughs> that what's happening in the world is happening right now. But it it what I was gonna say. I had to preface what I was going to say with that because I was gonna say it feels cool that I have a podcast set up in my house right now so that we can record this conversation. But I felt that it was unfair of me to say that it feels cool to have a cool podcast set up before I acknowledge the fact that there's a pandemic <laughs> going on. <laughs> uh, it, it's pretty wild to think that last Friday, uh, so literally a week from today, we put out uh, a little like COVID-19 update episode because things were starting to look a little a little eerie like things were starting to feel a little bizarre and then literally like two days after that recording the the fucking thought of sitting in an office together recording in the same place was like was like what the fuck were what the fuck is that i know right that's not even that's not a possibility right now it was crazy because when we were in the office, it almost felt like, okay, here's our office recording studio space that we're going to be recording from to talk about COVID-19 as it unfolds over the next few months. But then very quickly, we were like, oh, well, we can't be in this space together. And then we just immediately went into self-isolation. Very quickly. It has been, uh, it has been honestly, without a doubt, easily the most bizarre week of my entire life. Um so, you know, little... All right, here's what I'll say. Let's preface this with this week's episode. This this check-in episode is going to be the second of what we are going to try to make a regular thing. So every Friday, we're going to try to chime chime in for uh, a little, little update episode, but we're going to try to focus on the good, focus on the positive, uh, focus on the uplifting... The heartwarming, if you will. Sure, yeah. Maybe some heartwarming. Uh, maybe some, you know, maybe some gross, icky, icky stuff that's uh, that's kind of makes you you laugh. Um, uh, but and, we're- and and funny. But you know, before we get into the funny stuff, I just want to say, did you hear what happened in Germany? No. Oh, they advised um, people to buy all the sausages um, while they could before they were all sold out, and they're literally saying this is the worst case scenario. Like the bratwurst. <laughs> I fucking hate. I, <laughs> I hate you. That was a joke. That's uh, not real. <laughs> uh, 
Um, and I'll be and I'll be sharing my dad jokes throughout the the entire course yeah. of this conversation. Yeah, I guess, I guess um, but actually, be. before we do before we do get into like the the um, more lighthearted start the the more lighthearted side of what's going on, I just want to say like Jerry, it's interesting because you and I have been following COVID nineteen on um, this uh, interactive dashboard that Johns Hopkins produced. Um, online that you can view online mm-hmm. and you can see the map and see the coronavirus as it spreads across the world. And do you remember how many um, total confirmed cases there were when we first looked at this? I think when we first looked at that map, which was, um, we put that episode up like, I don't know, maybe like a month and a half now ago. Um, I'm pretty sure when we opened that up, it was like, it was like 730 cases total around yeah. the world. Yeah, total around the world. Yeah, and so we've kind of been checking in with this uh, on and off. I've been watching this a lot more uh, closely as of late, but uh, today there's a total confirmed when we're recording this at uh, on March 20th at um, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. There's a total confirmed amount of cases at of 255,000. and Whoa. the. The more the the statistic that I've been watching more closely is a little um, graph in the bottom right hand corner of the screen called uh, that has uh, actual logarithmic and daily cases. And in the daily cases tab, watching this go up and track and start to spike um, over the last week or so has been somewhat terrifying to me and I know we didn't want to talk too much about scary stuff but yesterday alone there was 27,000 new cases. Wow Brian, you're really fucking nailing it with the uh the uplifting and light side of things, hey? Uh Yeah. You hit us with a with a really just sad dad joke and then go into the the fact that we're just inching ever so much closer to the the complete end of the world. Um, yeah, the worst case scenario. <laughs> well, on a, on a bit of a lighter note, Bri, I will say this. That was this. a callback to the, the sausage joke, just yeah, saying. Yeah, I fucking get it, <laughs> all right? Uh, I will say this on a lighter note. Um, I've been I've been doing a lot of interviews this week. So, like, since Monday morning, I've done, like, 10 interviews. It, it, it just seems like when, when there's, like, a health pandemonium, everyone wants to just, like talk to the sick guy and get his thoughts um and one thing that kept coming up in in these interviews is something that i've been realizing um which is that i feel like i've been i've been kind of training for this moment my entire life right in the sense that you know every time i get sick which happens you know multiple times a year i have to go into my own version of self-isolation and so I'm used to it. I know what it's like. I have these like tips and tricks that I use to get through that. Um, sorry, Dave was just trying to call me there. Um, That's okay. But it's super interesting and super bizarre to see everybody at the same time collectively going through that with me. Yeah, and that must be super surreal for you because I I can't imagine that you ever thought that you would have that type of feeling where everybody's all of a sudden starting to have to practice some of the things that you practice on a daily basis already. Dude, fuck no. But uh, this is what I will say about that experience. Um, is that I... This is going to sound 
maybe potentially awful, but I am having the time of my fucking life right now. Like this is, this is every, it's a really scary situation. It's a really awful situation. There's going to be, I get what you mean about, there's going to be a lot of, I get what you mean about it sounds awful, but also I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying in the underlying, because obviously you understand that this is fucking terrible, that people are being infected with this virus and they're dying. Like, obviously that goes without saying. Yes. But on the, on the other side of that, I feel more socially connected than I have in years. Right. Because of the amount that people are like rising up and coming together and creating these opportunities for, for like out of, you know, I don't know, out of like sheer panic because people are realizing like, holy fuck, I, I'm stuck in my house for, you know, quote unquote two weeks, but realistically like maybe months. Mm-hmm. We got to do something about this. So, yeah, you know, it's, last it's night, the inclusivity was, of like the, like the, um, Netflix watch party things, the 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 dance party like you were having last night. It was so it was so amazing. Dude, when last, you texted last me last night, night. Last night I I got a text from someone that said I think you'll appreciate this and they just sent a link. It was a Zoom meeting link. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I clicked on it, opened it up and it was like 25 people all in their living rooms. I didn't really know any of them. And they were all just dancing. And there was one person DJing, like one of the one of those little boxes of little people in their living room. One of them was playing music. And it was this dance party that went on for like three hours. And so last <laughs> night in my living room at like, you know, whatever, fucking 10, 30, 11 o'clock p.m., I just drank by myself with Bigby and danced. But that's like the thing. All you, weren't, you weren't by yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Physically, yes. Like right. I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling like, um, I'm definitely feeling uh, a a hefty amount of like. I'm starving for physical touch. You know, I'm starving mm-hmm. for a hug. I'm starving to like be intimate with a partner. Like those types of things. I feel like I I really can't wait to to sink my teeth into again. But like socially. I feel so rich right now. Now, right. and it, I want to—I just want to preface that with—with with I'm. That is because I am taking an active approach in making sure that that's happening. Right. So, right. You know, um, I'm having—I'm having brunch over FaceTime with with my friend Emily, who typically I would see her at a coffee shop and we would hang out. Or, you know, I'm. I'm playing board games online with my girlfriend who lives in Yellowknife, which we would we would probably do anyway, but we're doing it way more than we normally would. You know, um, this dance party last night, um, Netflix parties, like watching Netflix with someone and, and chatting with them while we do it, um, mm-hmm. like all of these things. I, dude, I've never I fucking hate FaceTime, and now <laughs> I'm now it's like I love it. I love. I love sitting in front of this screen and connecting that way because it just feels, it just feels so nice. Man, thankfully we have the technology to be able to do this. Like, imagine if we didn't; it would be so much more difficult. But you're right; it is. It is the well, fact that, that you are that, you are taking advantage of that too. Yeah, and that that is something too. Is like you know, I want to, I want to be sure to acknowledge that there that 
there's a lot of privilege there that comes with having the opportunity and the, the ability to like to do that kind of thing. There's a lot of people out there who don't have that, which fucking sucks. Um, yeah. But having said that, having said that, there's 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 so much um, there's so much coming at us through social media. Like you know, you you can't get on. Twitter, you can't get on Facebook, you can't get on Instagram, you can't watch the news, you can't listen to a podcast, you can't do fucking anything right now without being shoveled information about COVID-19. And I've been finding, I've been like challenging myself to, it's kind of like online dating. It's like you're, you're going you're gonna to have to sift through a lot of bullshit to get to the, to the good stuff, right? And so... I'm trying my best to like really be choosy about the things that I'm investing my time and my energy into focusing on. And in doing so, I'm, I'm seeing so many amazing things that, that are happening around us, especially in the, on like the community level, like on the local level, like Halifax is coming together. It feels like in such a, such a beautiful, such a phenomenal way um, the- to, to be there and to support those who aren't, quite as fortunate you know there's so much to unpack in that that you just said but um um two of the things that stand out is is one the the privilege aspect is is extremely important to acknowledge um it doesn't take away from the fact that you you are making the most of your situation but it's important to acknowledge the people who as you said um don't have access to the same opportunities to connect you know online for example or or things like this. And I know that we're scheduled to talk to, uh, Nahid later this week, um, who we had on the podcast a, a few months ago. Who yeah. Dr. Dr. Nahid Dasani. Yeah. Yeah. Palliative care for the homeless through peach. And, um, yeah, we, we really want to profile, um, what's going on in his world right now, because it's really important to shed some light on that too. Um, but the second thing is, is in talking about physical touch and craving that, um, I heard an interesting perspective on social distancing the other day where somebody was saying, you know, social distancing is a bit of a misnomer in the sense that it's not, it's not social distancing that we should be doing. It's physical distancing. Yes, exactly. We, we, we should be socially trying to come together more than ever right now. It's so important for our mental health to find ways to socially connect with one another. Yeah. However, what's really important is that physically we're distancing ourselves, um, you know, not going out into public as much as possible, uh, avoiding being in, uh, within six feet of, of, um, of each other. Um, but that's a big part why I wanted to come to Quebec where I am now recording this from is, is because, um, you know, I wanted to like, I wanted to be with my girlfriend during this time. And I knew that if it wasn't now that I came, then the opportunity to come here in the next coming weeks probably would have been, um, a narrow and narrower window to, to be here. So, um, it is tough being in the same, um, like just being isolated in one space, but I'm really thankful that I get to be here with her and, and, um, spend that time with, with Maddie. Um, yeah. And having said that, um, 
you know, in talking about all of the positive things that we've been seeing online about how how the community is rallying, coming together. Um, we put it out to our Instagram family there uh, and asked, you know, what are some things that people can be doing to make a difference for um, for their community, for the people that we surround ourselves with? Uh, how can we come together and support one another in this very fucking bizarre time? Uh, and we got mm-hmm. a bunch of like really, really great uh, responses. Um, Ryan Oxner at Oxner Creative, good buddy of mine. Uh, this is actually a huge point, and we're, we're putting this out right after we record this. So this is coming out today. So this this applies to today, Friday, March 20th. Um, support artists online. Buy some digital songs on Bandcamp, you dingus, is, is what Ryan said. Uh, Bandcamp today for 24 hours have decided to... Um, instead of taking a cut of the portion of the proceeds that go to purchasing songs, they're giving 100% of the proceeds for each song purchased back to the artist. So, um, listen, if you're in Halifax and you know, like your favorite fucking artist is, is Rich O'Coin or, or your favorite artist is mo kenny or you know i'm just i'm like adam baldwin any of these like performing any of these artists that have their shit on Bandcamp right now go go support go buy a song go buy an album um because dude like these are hard times like so many people's shows have been canceled there's there's uh there's so much income loss this is a really fucking hard time for artists and so that's a really really great great way you can give back mm-hmm uh, Michaela Gulliver uh, said that in in clinic they're having uh, team morning huddles uh, for a protocol with cover and positive slash uplifting news. So it sounds like she's in the hospital. Oh, on the front um, lines. Working as a working as a healthcare worker, um, and I imagine that it's it's extremely challenging to stay positive working in 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 that world right now. Yeah. Working in our world, really. Um, but uh, but a, a huge, I guess, an opportunity to give a huge shout out to the healthcare workers for the work that they're doing right now, dude. Not only the healthcare workers, Bry, but like the cashiers, yeah, you know, the grocery like stores the, and like stuff too. The right? Grocery stores, like people yeah. that are doing that work, like the the Uber food delivery drivers, like, dude, that's also frontline. Like that is also just as vital as as our healthcare workers because it's it's they're helping keep the keep the fucking country running you know yeah absolutely um uh, what else we got here we got um uh at mel mel fleck four <laughs> uh, oh fuck up brian you're gonna love this one brian should post his wednesday morning workouts online that's actually true though brian there's been yeah, a, there's I think- been a really like beautiful um sort of uprise in Instagram live Pilates classes and Instagram live Dude. yoga classes and Instagram live fucking CrossFit works at workouts and dance classes. And I've done a, I've done a handful of them already. One of my favorites is uh, pure yoga, Ottawa at pure yoga, Ottawa on Instagram. They do uh, a class occasionally called ritual and it's like a, like yoga inspired movements, but like a more of like a cardio, like hip style workout. Um, and you can just do it with body weights and you just watch their, their uh, feed online. It's a live one hour class. It's, it's amazing. And I know yeah. a lot of, as you mentioned, a lot of gyms um, <laughs> and yoga studios and uh, Pilates and bar places. They're all, they're all doing these, which is, which is really amazing at moto yoga um, or, or moto yoga. You can look at them up at Mo- moto yoga on, on social. Um, 
they put up an online uh, roster of, of classes. And actually, Bridie, my wife, uh, she recorded one of those classes. So if you want to head on over to MotoYoga.com, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Google Moto Yoga. You'll find it. Um, but it's Moto Yoga Online. That's pretty cool. Uh, what else yep. do we got there? Uh, and also, I'm gonna uh, maybe I'll do my Wednesday morning workout live uh, 30 minutes next Wednesday morning. Yeah, buddy. There you go. We've got uh, a ton of people saying that uh, you should be donating blood if you can uh, because there are shortages. And, um, That's a huge I one. I mean, they're, they're always struggling to get people to donate blood but in tough times like this it's even uh it's an even bigger challenge so if you can donate blood and you're able to go there um please 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 sign up sign up online right now and go and donate um ellen.mac3128 um shared two things the first one was share their disney plus passwords uh (laughs) yeah good idea do it while you can i'm sure they're gonna put a put a limit on that uh soon enough but she also this one's really actually very sweet and I think very important. Um, sending pics and videos to long-term care facility residents who can't receive visitors. So um, one thing that's been happening around the country and around the world is that um, long-term care facilities and or um, like children's hospitals, um, they basically shut the doors to visitors um, coming in to the, the facility or, or onto the premises. Um, in in the hopes of of protecting uh, those people who are more vulnerable to to COVID nineteen, um, so that's a you know if you if you know someone who's in there if you even if you don't like I feel like there's probably ways that you could just make a nice little you know a nice little video of you doing your thing at home and sending well wishes and then fire that off to. I don't know. They're like communications person. I, I don't know how you do it, but I'm sure you can fucking figure it out in weird times like this. Yeah. Kind of piggybacking on that too. Uh, at Marissa Harpy said that you should just call your damn grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Call, <laughs> call your nan, call your nan, uh, at Shannon Bedford volunteer for an organization like kids help phone. They're looking for extra support. There you go. That's cool. Another I, like, uh, again, like that's a big way to just like show up for your community. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, I wonder how easy it is to to do that. If if somebody has the details on that, feel free to fire them over to us so that we can share it on our uh, social media channels. Um, but I'm uh, sure it's as easy as just going to Kids Help Phone. And, yeah, and yeah, and uh, contacting them through there. Another one there from uh, at Fraggy Rakok. Uh, <laughs> might have butchered that last name. Uh, food bank <laughs> donations. Uh, that's a that's a fucking important one. You know. Um, like we said earlier, um, Brian, myself, maybe a lot of you that are listening are pretty privileged to like have a roof over our heads and have our fridges stocked with groceries and um, you know have our Uber delivery drivers dropping shit off at our house. Some people aren't um, as fortunate, and in really fucking tough times like this, um, that's that's even more 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 of a struggle. So donate your donate food, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody else said send nudes, uh, which is obviously <laughs> that was me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I said <laughs> I sent that in at Jeremy Saunders. Uh, <laughs> it's no surprise that you want people to send nudes. Um, I That's guess you not, can also no, it, whoa 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 hey now. <laughs> what I, what I mean is that you host a, a sex podcast called uh, Turn Me On with your wife Bridie. If you if you listen to Sick Boy and you don't know that already, shame on you. Um, you should know that. 
and uh, and definitely definitely listen to that after you listen to this. Are vegans actually unhealthy? Does cannabis ruin your sleep? And why are so many men taking testosterone supplements? I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And we're the creators of the popular YouTube channel, ASAP Science. Every week on our podcast, Side Note by ASAP Science, we explain the science behind a controversial subject with recent research, up-to-date studies, and ridiculous stories so you are entertained while, bam, simultaneously learning. We're here to make science make sense. Download Side Note by ASAP Science wherever you got your podcasts i feel like this is just like non-stop uh uh brian and jer handing out recommendations but um but i think this is kind of like what we need in in times like this is like you're sitting at home you're bored all day like what can you be doing to um spend the time in ways that's going to be productive um support other people around you but also be entertaining so listen to turn me on i guess uh charlotte greville said to be positive and remain hopeful i think that's uh that uh that's probably one of the most important uh messages we got in this entire uh for this for this question that we asked and we put out to our community so be being positive and remaining hopeful is is incredibly important but also easier said than done and um especially for those living with uh mental illness um staying positive and remaining hopeful in this time can be very challenging. So again, another thing is, you know, somebody said earlier, call your, call your grandparents. It's also important to reach out to your friends who, you know, are spending this time in isolation on their own. Um, that can be very challenging as, as well as your friends who, you know, suffer from, um, from mental illness. It, it's not easy for us to be isolating ourselves and to not be socially interacting with one another. So, reach out as much as you can to those that you know who might be vulnerable in this yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my headphones died there. I had a little bit of a technical glitch, but I'm back. Yeah. Uh, I was just I was just chatting away. You um, just, yeah, to you, kill some time until you, you got back on. You just killed it, Brian. <laughs> you did so good. Uh, all right, we got one last one here. There was a bunch of people that wrote in that were basically talking about have, um, have, have some FaceTime happy hours with your friends. Uh, people have been getting together and having like dance parties. Like I said earlier, people have been getting together and having cocktail parties, you know, beer parties. Um, use- we've been, we've been having some amazing, uh, group meetups on our Patreon. Oh on, yeah. On yeah. discord. Oh man. Mm-hmm. It's been so much fun. We did a, we did a call in. We just went live on the phones, uh, a couple days ago. We're going to yeah. start to do that once a week too. Yeah. Uh, so but it was really fun. Speaking of supporting artists, um, you know, this is also a hard time for us. Uh, and if you want to get in on some of that, uh, that sort of back end interaction with us, uh, go to patreon.com slash sick boy and uh, become a patron. And you can join our discord server where we're having basically like video chats with uh, and, and, and voice chats with our patrons. And uh, it's, it's, it's popping off over there. There's a lot of community engagement. It's really fun. The cool thing is, like every time that uh, 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 Trudeau goes to make an announcement, I feel like everybody's active on Discord and oh, having a conversation. Like, hey, yeah. did you hear that? What does this mean? And yeah. we're all dis- we're discussing uh, all the things that he's talking about. It's honestly been one of the the places that I've I've um, picked up the most amount of information about what is uh, going on currently, up to date with COVID nineteen. Uh, one other thing that you can do if you're on social media, go to jack.org on Instagram. They're doing a really cool thing right now with their story, um, where they have like a digital postcard. So you take a a picture of the story 
you snap it, write the little message, write your postcard, and then send it, uh, tagging your friend in it. It's a, it's a really, I don't know, it's just a really sweet fucking idea to connect. Um, all right, cool. Enough of that. Let's uh, let's move on to a couple of pieces of news. Uh, some positivity in the news. Uh, we've got a few little pieces here. Let's start with this one right here. This absolutely killed me, dude. I died laughing at this. So yeah, 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 dude. Listen to this. You okay? If you're on your fucking computer and you're listening to this, or if you're driving, pull over, park your car, <laughs> whip out your phone. And just Google CTV reporters using hockey sticks as boom mic. So (laughs) CTV reporters uh, were interviewing people on the street, you know, about about social distancing and like COVID-19. And they were taking their their CTV branded microphone. But to practice their social distancing, they taped it to the end of a hockey stick. This is the fucking most Canadian thing I've ever seen in my entire life, <laughs> dude. And and like so, they they kind of push it just into frame, and it almost looks like they're trying to hide it, yeah. <laughs> but they definitely aren't. And it is, dude. It is so. <laughs> Dude, the photos are so funny. It's great because it's like taped with hockey stick tape to to the microphone. Yeah, yeah. It is so silly. So anyway, go uh, go fucking look at that if you want a good a good hearty Canadian laugh. Yeah. Oh, fuck, Did that's you, funny. Um. Uh. On a on a separate note, have you heard why stores are out of toilet paper? Uh. No. Uh. Well, I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know why. Well, it's because uh, people are literally losing their shit. <laughs> no yeah, ladies and gentlemen that silence was not a uh a, a technical difficulty that was People just my that was just my absolute and utter shock <laughs> people are losing their shit so there's so they need toilet paper yeah i and fucking then, get it brian yeah and you know what else though it, they're actually it's it's actually because there's it's not actually because people are losing their shit it's because there's actually just a ton of assholes out there oh my god <laughs> are you making are you are you googling these are you making this shit up no it's just uh it's just part of my joke bank <laughs> okay all right uh what else have we got in positive news um here's a really sweet one bry you, you sent this my way People, oh, it's my favorite. Yeah, this I don't I don't know how I feel about this one to be honest people with you. People are people are putting up Christmas lights. They're putting back up Christmas lights as a sign of hope amid coronavirus fears. So, um someone had tweeted, "What if we all put our Christmas lights back up? Then we could get in the car and drive around and look at them." That seems like a fair social distancing activity. That's from Lane Grindle. I don't know who that is, but uh I, I mean, there is something kind of sweet about it. I think that's amazing, and and uh, it's one of my favorite favorite things. It I, I like talking about privilege, I guess. Like, yeah, put up your Christmas lights and drive around in your car and look at them. Yeah. But but Some like, people it also would be... just fucking hate Christmas. So it's just like, I don't know. I I get yeah. it. I totally get it. I don't. Wanna, I'm not going to yuck anyone's yum. But uh, I, uh, that one just ain't I, for me. I think it's really beautiful, and I think it would be amazing if like we could get a community like uh, Halifax to to all jump on board. You know, one of my favorite things about um, being from, like, a medium-sized city is, like, it's small enough to actually, like, energize the, the population um, mm. without your message getting swallowed up, but it's also big enough to, like, you know, 
reach a reach a big audience too and kind of help your message spread around the world so yeah um, people of halifax maybe let's set an example by being one of the first cities to all put up our christmas lights it would be kind of cool uh all right we got one more here and this one's actually f- this one is crazy i don't know if you saw this bry uh perth doctor not perth uh australia but perth in ontario perth doctor rigs up solution to feared ventilator shortage uh, a doctor in eastern Ontario has improvised a way to double his small hospital's ventilator capacity in preparation for a possible COVID-19 outbreak. Anesthesiolo- uh, no, anesthetist? Ah, fuck. Anesthetist? Anesthetist? Anesthetist. Alan, anesthetist. Yes. yes. Anesthetist. You got it, Brian. Alain Gautier. 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 Alain. Gautier. Alain. Alain Gucci, uh, who has a PhD in respiratory mechanics and works in Perth, west of Ottawa, spotted the idea in a YouTube video. In basic terms, the rig involves. <laughs> Whoa, this, this wait, I never, I never want my doctor to spot an idea for <laughs> for oh, something to, for medical Christ. equipment in a YouTube video. <laughs> Here, let me get through this. In, in basic terms, the rig involves running two hoses from one ventilator and doubling the power. In just also, don't call it a rig. Tubing. <laughs> I, he's Jimmy rigging it, man. Uh, in just 10 minutes, with the help of some extra tubing, Gautier made it possible to double the number of patients ventilated in the hospital at once if needed. But there's a catch. The two patients attached to the same ventilator need to be of similar size and lung capacity. And if one patient <laughs> declines, things will need to be adjusted. Dude, that reminds not me exactly perfect, of that but scene as from... Gautier uh, put it... Wait... That reminds me of that scene from uh, Workaholics <laughs> when when they're doing. You're gonna the say formula. MacGyver. You know the the when they're doing the formula for how you uh, how to jerk off the most amount of dicks in uh, in eight minutes or whatever, and and <laughs> they have to be the right height to go tip to tip. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, uh, so it's not be... perfect. It's not perfect, but as Gautier put it, if it comes to last resort, I'm prepared to use it. Fucking amen, buddy. I say go for it, you know. If I mean worst case scenario, you know, worst case Ontario. Hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, do you know what they call it when uh, two people stuck in isolation get in a fight? Jesus Christ! What? They call it a quarantine. <laughs> Come on! I feel sick. It's a I tough audience sick. right now. Uh, Look, before we uh, before we wrap this up, Bri, um, let's talk about Taylor and his situation uh, in yeah. case people aren't aware. I uh, I managed to speak to him for uh, for a few minutes on the phone this morning. Um, so as of today, March 20th, he is still without a way off uh, the Galapagos Islands. So um, I'll kind of lay well, it out for I, you a I little bit. You know what? Yeah, how about just um, so for for those of you who aren't aware, Taylor um, Taylor and his partner Kyla, they went down to um, to Ecuador to host a yoga retreat, and the retreat was supposed to start basically like on the day that the shit hit the fan, and um, it escalated so quickly down there. The government of Ecuador moved so quickly that they basically shut down all incoming flights to the country, which also meant that there weren't going to be many outgoing flights out of the country, which on top of that, 
Taylor, Kyla, and the into- the entire uh, crew of Canadians and uh, that were there for the retreat, they were also on an island of the Galapagos, the Galapagos Islands. Um, mm-hmm. So they were kind of like stranded there, and and we were ba- basically not hearing much from Tay. We were getting like a message here and there, but the message really was like, guys, I'm fucking stranded. And we're trying to like communicate with the go- the Canadian government to somehow rescue us. Um, yeah. So the I'll tell you a crazy story that he told me. Um, so there's two uh, airports on Galapagos, and um, the the not the area that they're in, but the other area was supposed to be receiving a KLM flight that was coming to get. Uh, so KLM, for those who don't know, is a Dutch airline, so it was coming from the Netherlands, and. Uh, and it was supposed to be coming in to rescue 200 people from Europe. Okay. Um, okay. When, when um, the Ecuadorian officials found out that the plane was coming in, they were like, no, 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 no. You're not allowed to come to the island. They were flying Whoa. an empty plane there to pick, up, pick them up. They drove trucks out onto the runway to stop the plane from landing. It turned around and it went back to the mainland and picked up only fifty people from Quito and flew them back to Europe. Whoa, dude! Yeah, that is fucking gnarly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, um, I was talking to Tay, and basically their their biggest struggle right now is they're trying to get off the island, and that like it's kind of like a two step process. They get off the island. And then they get some type of like chartered plane from Canada to come and pick them and other Canadians up and fly them back. But the problem is right now there's only three local airlines that fly to Galapagos and only one of them is flying and they're prioritizing passengers that flew there with that airline. So there's like six or seven people from Taylor's retreat that did fly there with that airline. And then there's a handful of them, including Taylor that didn't fly there with that airline. And another crazy story that he said was, so, um, of the, you know, let's say a few hundred people that are on Galapagos that are trying to get back to the mainland. They, they said that there was going to be two air Tam flights coming in to pick them up. Um, but in order to get picked up off Galapagos, they had to meet in the city center to uh or like town center or whatever to to get be screened for the virus before they brought them back to the mainland so taylor was saying it was like akin to a zombie apocalypse where they had to go down and get like all screened and tested and like thermometer like temperature taken and stuff to see if they qualified to be on the plane that would take them off the island and after they did that last night they actually didn't even let the flight depart this morning that was supposed to be leaving so um even those flights haven't left right now and they're still kind of up in the air when they will be flying. And it looks like, um, unless they can get off the Island back to the mainland, then there's almost no way that they can get picked up by, uh, a Canadian chartered plane. Dude. Fuck. Yeah. So he said like best case, somehow they, they make it back in the next couple of days and then the Canadian plane comes and gets them and they're back home within the week. Um, worst case, they could be stuck there indefinitely. So. Well, Taylor, you know, uh, it was nice having you on the podcast, buddy. You'll probably never hear this because uh, I don't think they have internet where you are. Um, so 
if you are um, actually right now, we just well, I just I just texted our measly um, little weak uh, unpaid intern that we do not respect whatsoever. Um, I just sent her a text and and demanded that she stop whatever she's doing right now uh, in her own personal life and uh, create a, a form on our website. Um, for we're taking applications for a new host. Um, I also informed Lauren, the measly unpaid intern that we do not care about, uh, that we most certainly do not want her to apply. So uh, if you are interested in taking Taylor's position, uh, go on over to www.sickboypodcast.com slash Tay is out. Uh, we are looking for replacements, um, preferably uh, someone who is kind of like Taylor. So um, extremely hairy, very bad breath. Uh, doesn't really care about other uh, human beings and and has zero um, uh, sense of respect and or empathy or compassion. Um, Basically, so, two qualities are like uh, uh, sociopathic yeah. and and uh, and kind of like philosophic, and, like a philosophic sociopath. A, yeah, philosophic greasy sociopath. That's it. <laughs> Um, so go on over to www.sickboypodcast.com slash Tay. Go fuck yourself. Um, uh, that's F-U-K. Um, we just, there's like a SEO thing that, anyway. Um, so that's www.sickboypodcast.com slash Tay. You're no longer with us and good luck with the rest of your, uh, endeavors in paradise. Cool. Well, this has been, <laughs> this has been something. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, next, next Friday, we're going to, we're going to get a couple of doctors on, um, so that it's not just a couple of fucking idiots who don't know what the fuck they're talking about and just talking about, you know, Christmas lights and hockey sticks. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank you all so much for, for listening. Honest, honestly, um, we love you all. We hope you're staying safe, Stay safe. and, and just remember, you know, whatever your, whatever your situation, whatever your scenario, um, this all fucking sucks, but there are ways to make the most of this. And I truly do feel like this, this opportunity, this, this situation that we're in right now is going to present uh, an opportunity for the world to come together in a way that we've never seen. And I think that although it's hard and although there's going to be a lot of loss, um, in the long run, there's going to be a huge net positive to all of this. And I can't wait to see the world that we live in once we get through this adversity. So, uh, we're thinking about all of you. Um, please give us your money. Go to patreoncom slash sick boy. <laughs> <laughs> hang out with us there. We're building an online community of people who yeah, want to man. hang out and support one another. So yeah, join us. All right. I uh, love you, Bri. Um, stay safe over there and, uh, we'll talk soon. Social distance, no. Physical distance, yes. <laughs> yeah, a boy. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Right. See ya. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.